Welcome to the NABC Guardians of the Game podcast, where we go inside what makes a coach a coach. The NABC Guardians of the Game podcast is a production of the National Association of Basketball Coaches and Learfield. Now, here's your host, Coach Gary Waters. Today we have a special guest on, and his name is Matt Morgenthau. And we're excited to have him. And, more, and Matt is a, a head coach at Minnesota State University. Matt, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Gary. Good to see you. Oh, man, it is. I haven't seen you in a while. It has been a while. It has. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Normally on this podcast, we, we ask a lot of questions of our guests. And I have a number of them for you. So be prepared. I got a number I'm of questions. I'm ready to go. I'm in the hot but, seat, I feel. <laughs> Well, let's start with one that we start on every podcast, and, and I want you to answer it to the best of your ability. And it goes like this. When you hear the phrase, guardians of the game, what does that actually mean to you? Uh, the guardians of the game, to me, it, it's, you know, it, it's the five core values of the NABC and the advocacy, leadership, service, education, and inclusion. Um, you know, and those are things that in my time here at Minnesota State trying to uh, to really get over with our with our program. And, and that's that's really why um, I've, I've really loved to be on the board, uh, just for the fact that getting to be able to be a, an, av- an advocate for the game of basketball, trying to grow the game of basketball. And and the older I get, the more important it is to me, really, Gary. And, and uh, you know, that's it's been very important to me. Well, you know, uh, you've been in the game a long time, you know, 20 years at one place, 20 or more years at one place. Two years now, yep, 22. Oh, man, that's that's unique. Just to be at one school today in our society, that's a difficult thing. But tell me. It is. You know, you've uh, you've had a lot of success at where you've been, and, and you've done a lot of great things, and being on the board all this long time, have you ever thought about moving on or changing your whole outlook of where you want to go to? You know, I really have. And and uh, when I first got here, I, was, I used to be the, before I got the job here, I was the assistant at South Dakota State with uh, Scott Nagy, who's now at Wright State and a um, good friend of mine. And this job came open and I thought it was a great fit for myself and my family at the time and uh, took the job. And, and really as a young guy at that time, my goal is really to be here three to five years, Gary. And then, you know, everyone wants to be that division one, you know, get the division one, get the division one and, and try mm-hmm. to continue growing in, in the ladder. Um, you know, but when I got here, this is a special place. I mean, we can win here and we have one here and, you know, there's something about winning and having opportunities to win national championships, conference championships. We've been to 13, uh, in tournaments in my 22 years here, I've uh, been to a final four, had opportunities uh, to win championships. And that's, that's really what it's about. And, and I, I really, uh, submerged myself in this community and, and they've really done a great job of supporting us. Uh, both my sons have graduated now from Minnesota State and moved on. My wife's a graduate from Minnesota State. So we're, we're a Minnesota State family, um, you know, and, and, and things change, you know. And my dad coached his whole entire career. He was at uh, Western Illinois for 18 years, ended up at Southern Illinois, Edwardsville, his last 10. And, um, you know, there's something about being comfortable at a place where you can be successful. I, and, and I think I can, I can have a life here too. You know, I see a lot of division one coaches, you know, it's <laughs> you know, you division two, a lot of, a lot of it's balance in life. And I That's really right. enjoy that. And, and there's something about, you can't put a price tag on a quality of life. And, yeah, uh, and I, have, I have a great quality of life here and, and still be able, having opportunities to win championships. Oh, that sounds great, man. I tell you, it is. I have a heart for division two. I want to let you know that I graduated from a division two at Ferris state university. 
I played there. So I understand what you're talking about. When I went, when I took the, I took the assistant job at Ferris State, right? I had maybe about, you know, I had, I went overseas and I didn't want to do that, came back. And when I came back, I said, you know, what I want to do is coach. And when I made that decision, I decided to go to my alma mater. And I went there and I talked to the coach. He, he hired me on. And let me tell you, my, my goal was just only be there a couple of years. Yep, no so right. I know how you feel before you know it. I mean, it connects on you because you, you have such a great time at where you're at and you get, and you just tend to grow. So I get it. I get it. I'm on the same page with you. Now, Gary, I'll tell you this too. When we had, uh, since I've been here, uh, my assistant coach has been with me the entire time, 22 years. So you talk about, you know, things, you, this is, we're in a situation here where it's just not normal. You know, a coach doesn't stay at a place 22 years. His assistant doesn't stay at a place 22 years. <laughs> and uh, so I, I've really, I've been blessed uh, here at Minnesota State. Well, great, great. I'm excited for you. And you've done a great job. I want to let you know that. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, definitely. You know, uh, your father was a coach. And, uh, and I know that had to be a part of your life for a long time. Uh, tell me a little bit about that. Tell us why you, you know, you decided to, to go into coaching. Well, I tell you, you know, yeah, I grew up in, in Macomb, Illinois, at Western Illinois University where my dad uh, coached there. And, and uh, you know, going to the gym every single day, hanging out with the team, there was something special about that. And living in a university town, that, that's what I've always wanted to do that. There's, there's a different vibe when you live in a university town. And, and um, you know, I, 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 my mom just I did everything she could possibly do to make sure I did not get into coaching. She did not want me to coach at all. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's a different, it's a different world and it's a different lifestyle. Um, but one that I wanted. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, my dad really was a, was a huge uh, supporter of that. Um, you know, I played for my dad. I think that helped me be a better coach. Just I, my first couple of years I played over at Iowa state for coach Orr, and uh, that was awesome. Okay. Great experience with Johnny and, Johnny, um, yeah, Coach Allahan, those guys, and ended up transferring back to uh, Western Illinois. Played my played for my dad the last two years, and I went there to play, and I found out I wasn't even good enough to play there. And so it was tough <laughs> to, uh, as a, as a father, not playing his son. That that's a tough thing. And so I learned a lot there, just sitting on the bench. Um, I probably learned more that two years of of how to be a good coach and what to expect and what to do um, than any time at growing up and I thought that uh, that was something that really uh, propelled me to be to get into coaching and, and I was fortunate enough to to get a GA at, at University of Louisville and got a junior college job in, in, in St. Louis Community College in Florissant Valley was there for mm -hmm. one year uh, and that, then matter of fact I went to the women's side for one year I was at oh, okay. uh, on the women's side as an assistant coach for one year uh, at that time Scott Nagy was my dad's assistant at Edwardsville um, and I've known Scott forever uh, he got the South Dakota State job called me up one day, say, I want you to go with me. And then the rest is history. So it's oh, been, uh, it's been a great ride. Oh, it, it, it sounds like it. I tell you, you know, we all have stories about our past, but yours sound excellent. Let me ask you this, you know, you're in division two and I don't want to make this about division two, cause it's not, it's about college basketball. Mm -hmm. And however, division two is going through a lot of changes right now. I mean, division one, they're going through a lot of changes right now, yep. you know, with the NIL and uh, the portal and transfer, fifth year transfer rule. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. Can you give us some insight about Division Two? Are there things going on there that we're not a, a, aware of? And uh, yeah, there's rest on that. Yeah, there's there's things going on, obviously, and and you know the portal affects us in different ways. You know, uh, uh, five to ten years ago, we'd get Division One transfers a lot more. We got them now. 
uh, because they, if, if they wanted to play right away, they'd go down to division two level. Um, now they can transfer in and stay in division one. And what we're seeing in division two levels, our best players, our league is one of the best leagues in the, the nation for division two and the Northern sun. And our best players are getting picked up from division one and, and moving up. And so um, I had a player, I had a player last year, all conference players, not Murray state, uh, one of our other better players in the leagues at Western Illinois, averaging 16 points a game. And so, you know, but what, what these young men are, it, 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 it's hard to tell them because the grass isn't always greener. You know, right, same right. division one, but um, I, I tell you what, we've got everything that division ones can give them. We get 10 scholarships, division one gets 13. So we got to be more selective of our guys, as I always tell them. Um, right. So it's, uh, you know, one, one thing that we have been working on on the Congress um, and on the board of directors for division two is our practice time. Um, you know, right now it's still October 15th. Um, that's really in the ice ages, Gary. We need to get that changed. Uh, we want to go with the same rule or something close to what the division one has where they have so many days of uh, a practice before the first game. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's something that uh, we, we've worked hard on. I've been on the board now for about 10 years, maybe 11 years now, um, and I've talked about that ever since I jumped on the board. And we're really close now to being able to get something done like that. And hopefully in January, when the, when the presidents meet and NCAA meetings, that we can hopefully get that passed. Well, I hope you do, because that, that is an important rule. I mean, I, I truly understand that. Now, you've been on the board since 2014, is that right? I think that's about right. Yeah. 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 2014. And, uh, and you've, I mean, you've done some very special things for, for your university and the universities in, uh, in division two, but tell me, um, how do you, what do you feel? The, how does the board represent division two? I think, you know, it's, it's been great. Um, yeah, I think that to have a voice and that's something that we, that I feel that we do have. And, and I think, you know, with the addition of Craig now coming on board, I think it's done a great job um, of just the vision's just a little different now. I think Jim did an unbelievable job in his time for the NABC and, and uh, you know, with Craig moving in and, and uh, just seeing the vision that, that they have right now and, and, and having the opportunity to have two representatives on the board from division two. Um, and, and we do have a voice and that's something that, you know, early on, I, I didn't really feel that we had a voice a lot of times and, and uh, kind of like to fly on a wall and just sitting there listening to all the division one stuff. But, but there's a, you know, there, there's a, there's a place for division two. There's a place for division three and NAI and, 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 and moving forward. And so I think that, uh, you know, I like the opportunity. I, I think it's, it's something for myself is giving me an opportunity, another uh, avenue as a coach to get excited about. And that's, you talk about being here so long. It's nice to have the opportunity to work with NABC, do things like this, Gary, today, um, and, and allow people to know that, you know, there's really good basketball at Division II, really good basketball. Oh, and, it is. Yeah. Excellent. So I, know, people I know don't understand. Yeah, people don't understand how good it is. And uh, so we just got to keep on working and working to make this game and, and this division as best we possibly can. Well, let me ask you this, though, uh, Matt. How, how can someone else that's in Division Two get involved in the NABC? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, the Congress is one thing. You know, it, it, that, that's a big thing that we uh, we have meetings every other month. Um, you know, that's one of the big things they can do. Um, and again, I think even work with the SAC. You know, if you get on your program, get near your university, work with your student athletic uh, council and, and those because those young men and women on that sack are so important when you go. And we were talking about this, this practice deal. We want to get these, these dates taken care of. I mean, the sack has got to prove that. And so we got to go and, and be advocates of saying, hey, this is what it's about. We're not just trying to get more practice time. We're trying to get more time to get less practices in is really what we're trying to get done. Right, right. And, and that's where 
we got to educate volleyball. We got to educate the, the women's basketball and, and let them know what we're doing. Because I think when it first went through a couple of years ago, um, we didn't do a good enough job of educating of exactly what we're looking for. But now this way, this time through, I think we're doing a really nice job of getting the word out. Um, and, and that's just ways that any coach at Division II level can be very uh, important in helping us get that done. Very good. Very good. Now, Matt, you enjoy, I know this, you enjoy winning basketball games. I know that. No question about <laughs> and, that. It's and a if you do, you should be in this profession, right? <laughs> That's right. But what else is important to you when you think of, you know, basketball, when you think of coaching? Tell me what else is important. Relationships, Gary. And I think that's something that's been very important for me. Um, I meet with our young men. It takes a lot of time. I had 16 guys on my team. I meet with them once a week for 15, 20 minutes. And I want to get to know them. And, and if I don't, I mean, if they're here a year, if they're here four years, and I don't know them and their family and what they're about, there's a problem. And I want to, I want to know what makes them tick, how to motivate them, how to discipline them, because every single person on my team is different. And I think that's something that I've had to really, you know, work on that the last couple, last 10 years, really more so than anything is because these young men, they're just, you know, they're, they're not different. You know, we just get to, we have to get to know them. And, and they have to know that Coach Barrett there cares about them before I can discipline them. Like my kids, if I, when they were younger and I went on the road recruiting for three or four days and I came home and I just wanted to discipline them, they didn't want to hear from oh, dad. They want, they want to know, they want to know first, does dad love them? And if yeah. dad loves them, then you can that's discipline right. them. And that's exactly how I try to treat our guys here at Minnesota State. And, and uh, you know, we have some really tough, uh, tough talks at times, but guys know that uh, where they stand. And I think that's very, very important because when they leave here, that's the way it's going to be in the business world. And, and the next step, and they, you know, they're not going to coddle these guys. And so, uh, but I want, I want our guys to have a great relationship with our team with individually. I want to have a great relationship with our, with our staff. And, um, you know, again, they need to enjoy the time here. This is the best times of their lives right now. I mean, they're getting treated very well. You know, I mean, that's one of the reasons I'm in coaching, Gary. I, I, I get to go to college every single day. You know, I get to be around young men every single day. Right, I think that's right. one of the reasons I'm bald, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. I, I enjoy I enjoy the heck out of it every time. Well, I tell you, and, and I'm going to say again, like I said earlier, you're doing a great job at it. And, and let me, and I'm going to finalize with a final question. Uh, you know, you've been in, you've been a part of a lot of people's lives and you direct them in certain ways. How would you recommend a coach, and not just Division I, any, I mean, Division II, any coach, Division I, Division Three? how would you recommend they deal with their players today? Because we're in a different environment today. Oh, I, you know what? Let me mention this, Matt, before I continue on. People often say we got different kids. Uh, I kind of question that. I kind of question that. But tell us, tell us more about that. I question that too, Gary. I think that, uh, you know, I think we're in different times, no question about that. And that's where I think that communication is the key. You've got to be able to communicate with your young men and, and, and get, and you have to be a great listener. I think if, if, as a coach, you, you can't just continue to talk to them. You need to allow them right. to voice. And, and that's where I think that um, I just talked to our guys yesterday, but I mean, we allow our guys to do a lot of things. I mean, I think, you know, our universities were 15,000 students, um, it, it, we, academically, we're, we're top-notch. Athletically, we're top-notch. And we have a social environment here, too. It, it's a college university. You know, I want our guys to be college students. I want them, they need to be that, you know, and that's what it's all about. Because when in the end, they get their degree, walk on that stage, they're going to be successful. And I think that you need to have a great communication, some route, whatever it is for that, for that individual coach and, and young man, to, to get to know them and let them communicate and let them know that they can be themselves. And that's okay. 
you know, and, and everyone's going to be different. I mean, I can't discipline and, and motivate everyone the same way because they're all different. That's why I got to get to know them individually. Some guys I got to bring over side and talk to. Some guys I can kick in the butt. Some guys I can hug. Do, do both, you know. But as a coach, I got to know that. I can't just yes. treat every, every single person the same because they're not the same. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. Well, you know, Matt, I want to thank you for being on our podcast today. You've done a wonderful job. And I know this is a great year for you. I mean, I know you're really working at it. And I, and I expect you to do a fabulous job like you've always done. And thanks once again. Well, I appreciate it, Gary. It's always good seeing you. And, and uh, oh, yes. doing it and all we can do for the NABC.